this week on the Anxiety Slayer podcast, we're discussing some of the habits and things we do that make anxiety worse and what you can do instead. Hey, Ananga, it's good to be with you again this week. Hey, Shen. This is such a potent list of items that all of us do to make anxiety worse. I'm so grateful that we also have a long list of what you can do instead. Yeah, it's an easy list to make, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Anxiety can sneak up on us and we can find ourselves just wanting to avoid. That's the first thing on our, on our list, avoidance. We can get caught up in scrolling. Uh, we can go to our phone and think, oh, just check in on a certain person. And then before we know it, time has passed and we've scrolled through so many things to distract ourselves and just try and take ourselves away from that awful experience of anxiety, but not a healthy choice, not a choice that serves us well. And the anxiety is right there waiting for us as soon as our attention is freed up. Yeah, I found myself in the past kind of looping, doing the social media loop, moving from one platform to the next, to the next, to the next, and then coming back around again. And then being like, okay, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. And how much time have I just let slip away when I could have been perhaps doing something more creative, something more supportive, something that would uh, not put me in that space of being in distraction or suppressing my feelings, but doing something better. It's so easy as well now. Right by our hand, we've got this thing that will divert us. And I don't know how many times we pick them up a day. People have looked into it. It's a lot. It's just too easy to go down that rabbit hole. I read a book last summer called Stolen Focus. And the guy shared that he took himself off to a remote area and just put his phone aside and kind of came back to himself and, and was spending time reading, sitting by the ocean. But he was sharing the journey with that and how habituated we are to being caught up with social media and the other distractions on our phones. And then in the book, he goes on to interview different people who've developed different algorithms, which are really kind of interfering with our lives. And one thing he shared, which you reminded me of, was that somebody developed this programming for infinite scrolling. Mm -hmm. It used to be that you'd come to the end of a page and then you'd kind of make a decision, did you continue or not? And there was that break. Oh, yeah, I'm done now. But infinite scrolling means you just go and go and go. And of course, it's all programmed in for advertising revenue. But he interviewed people that had regretted developing some of the algorithms and programming that are interfering with our lives. Programming there, it's just too easy to fall down the rabbit hole. Only we can protect ourselves, of course. But yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, it is. Another form of avoidance is suppressing our feelings, Mm. just pushing them down, pushing them down, pushing them down and putting on the the happy face or the mask uh, to get through the day or to get through work or to not be in confrontation. If, If you have something going on in relationship, that suppressing of feelings is really not helping you, nor is it helping 
those underlying feelings of anxiety. Yeah, it can leave us feeling very isolated. I always feel that when we suppress feelings, there's like a rumble under the surface, isn't there? There's like a pressure that's just there beneath our conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. You're aware that it doesn't feel good and we can feel unheard, alone. We can turn in on ourselves more. So often when we share, we find companionship and, and support and ease. Something to look out for. I think in the first half of this episode, we're just kind of naming a few possibilities to, to be aware of our tendencies. Yeah. And of course, there's numbing anxiety or trying to numb it, whether that be with food or, again, with the distraction we already shared by scrolling or by throwing yourself into something that takes your mind off of anxiety. And and I won't say that's always a bad thing. It's just the numbing piece doesn't work. Facing what's happening is going to be a much better way for you to move forward. But that numbing, whether it be alcohol, whether it be uh, drugs, food, TV, TV, yeah. Getting hooked into a series that takes you away from feeling your own feelings. Video games. Mm, Yeah. They're very cleverly programmed too. Um, Many of them role-playing games to give an immersive experience where you can enter into somebody else's world and you're not living in your own, in your own discomfort. That can be very addictive. Boy, that makes me think of the old-timey soap operas that people used to watch, or maybe they still do, many, many years ago, That to get um, embroiled in somebody else's storyline. Yeah. Sometimes think about those characters who've played roles for their, the better part of their lives, if they know who they are, <laughs> or if they've become the character they've been portraying. I've thought about that too. Yeah. It's so immersive. So yeah, some common ways we can avoid and pushing through. I just need to keep busy. I just need to keep going. That can also be a form of avoidance. Sometimes it's helpful to lean in, but if we are really pushing through and negating our own feelings and needs for support, then that can also be avoidance, just keeping busy. And then we need to be mindful of how easy it is to get caught by anxiety's propaganda. And that begins with believing our own thoughts, believing our anxious thoughts and, and what is running through our mind. We've talked about that many, many times over the years, to not believe everything you think. Yeah. I heard somebody, um, an author I like, describe the mind as being like a sneaky ventriloquist. Mm. And he said there's a certain point where the mind talks in the, not in the first person. It will say you and it will make suggestions. But he said at a certain point it flips and it's like a sneaky ventriloquist that will start speaking in the first person. And his recommendation was to catch it before it does that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's awful. Once our mind has our attention with anxious thoughts, it really can escalate very quickly into a horrible experience, very physical as well as mental. So definitely something to look out for. And I love that question. Is this true or who's speaking this? Or where is this coming from? Getting in that space of really questioning. And uh, at least for me, it can stop 
anxiety pretty quickly when mm-hmm. when I don't fall into that belief. Yeah. And then also we get caught by anxiety's propaganda when we hold negative opinions of ourselves, when we're not sweet with ourselves, when we're judging ourselves, when we're beating ourselves up. Oh my goodness, we can be so mean. Yeah. Feeling we should be able to cope better or do better or um making unkind comparisons with others instead of mm-hmm. just being true to our own experience and what we might be carrying. And it can also be very isolating because if we do it enough, we can feel shame mm-hmm. and we're not going to feel able to um, seek support or voice our concerns. And the last one for anxiety is propaganda is getting caught in going over how anxious we feel and thinking we failed in some way. Anxiety can loop over and over and we can get very swamped and overwhelmed by it and then turn on ourselves and feel we're not coping as well as we should. Mm. And then there's losing hope, losing trust in ourselves, thinking nothing can help, and thinking we will always feel this way, that we will always feel anxious. And none of that is true. Nope. And they're all the ways anxiety will hook us and drag us under. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. For most of you, the holiday season is a time for enjoying family and friends, gift giving, and enjoying special traditions. But whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to choose what you give to yourself. Whether it's starting therapy or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, please remember to give yourself some extra love this holiday season. Therapy is helpful for how to set boundaries and to look after yourself. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and affordable. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Slayer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Slayer. Well, now that we've shared all of the ways that we can fall into the loop of making anxiety worse, the second half of our show is dedicated to all of the things you can do to make it better and to feel better. And it starts with seeking support. Talk to someone you trust, whether it be a a trusted friend or a professional, to air your fears. That's something you and I regularly do for each other, just to voice what's going on. And I really feel that when we do that, it's like shining light on our fears. It really lifts and lightens. It breaks isolation. And I often enjoy seeing this in our private Facebook group where different people will share experiences and you have that support and understanding. Sometimes it takes living with anxiety to really understand what that feels like for another person. And that's a gift we can give each other. We know what it feels like and really important to break that spell of isolation and have support. And earlier you talked about how sometimes we can feel ashamed 
when we're in a in a loop of anxiety and that was something that i had to work through for quite some time before i felt comfortable enough to share to be honest to ask for support and i appreciate you so much for being a part of of helping me trust and and being more open and being able to share with you and to never feel judged when i do everyone's carrying something and it's a challenging experience that we can find a lot of support and, and just as we used to say in the first few years of anxiety slow we used to say this all the time you're not alone there's nothing wrong with you and you're not alone and it's so important to not feel alone and it's also important to know what helps you and what doesn't and if you need to have a journal write things down write what brings you joy what lifts you up what helps you break your own cycles in a journal and keep it nearby it sounds so simple and it really is that simple to be able to i could grab my gratitude journal right now and open to a page and remember something that makes me smile i was reading last week an article that made this really good point about also noting what we've done to help ourselves because it's more active. Gratitude is wonderful and always worthy of note, but we can be a little passive with it, like, you know, something happened and it was wonderful. And I'm really big on gratitude in my journaling. I'm not trying to minimize the effects of it, but it was suggested that in addition to noting our appreciations and all the things that make us smile and we have to be grateful for, it's helpful to note the things we've done to help ourselves. Um, so I will often note, I'm glad I did this today, particularly on challenging days where we can write ourselves off and think we haven't done anything. There's always something. Even if we've made ourselves shower or made a healthy meal or reached out to someone or read something or even journaled the act of journaling itself, they're all attempts at supporting ourselves and steadying ourselves. And they're worthy of note. And I think it's really valuable to keep a note of the things that have helped so they embed more deeply in our mind for future self-care. And it also leads beautifully into some of the scripting for tapping. Even though I felt low today, I managed to take a warm bath. Or even though my anxiety was flaring up, I looked after myself by journaling or by painting or by making a nourishing meal. Mm. The tendency with anxiety is that it so quickly and easily forms grooves. We might have a specific fear that we keep coming back to and it just plays and plays. Anything we can do to log positive actions, affirmations, positive intentions. And I love what you just shared as an example of tapping, tapping in the positives of what we did, acknowledging that today was rough and I'm glad I did this. Mm -hmm. It helps break that broken record and it helps embed alternative and positive grooves in the mind, reprogramming the mind where we're turning to ourselves with compassion. And we're also saying, I did this and it helped. I'm writing it out and I'm remembering it. I'm tapping through it. I'm remembering it. I might share it with a friend. I might share it with a professional and get feedback on it and learn other coping strategies in addition. But it's this way of reprogramming the mind 
with more positive actions and intentions. And over time, it really helps us steady out and feel more calm and more grounded. As does trying something every day to help with anxiety relief, to help you calm anxiety. Try something new. If you haven't tried essential oils, give them a try. If you haven't tried a calming tea, try a cup of chamomile. If you haven't practiced tapping or, or learned tapping yet, you can do that. And you can find the uh, tapping grid on our website. The point being, try something every day. Try not to prejudge it either. <laughs> Just check it out. Just go for it. Also, we invite you to engage in our private Facebook group as much as you possibly can and ask the members in there with you. We have almost 4,000 members now. Ask them what's helping them, what choices they're making, what practices they're using to help them lift their mood and feel more calm and relaxed. Also, what helps is find help to change the way you view anxiety. Sometimes we unconsciously give anxiety more power. Um, we can fight it, as we shared last week, which gives it more energy and feeds into it. Sometimes we, we sort of give it dominion over us by our languaging that we're stuck with this anxiety. It's always been this way. It's always going to be that way. We can hold it in permanence or we can think that we're different. Our anxiety is different and something might work for others, but it doesn't work for us. This is all part of the nature of the anxious mind. It can fall into exhaustion and into these negative dialogues, which just hold us in that unwanted state, in that unwanted experience of anxiety. Sometimes when we're, we're looking at ways to help ourselves, we almost have to do it in spite of anxiety or in spite of our mind. Sometimes our mind really plays like a devil on your shoulder and tries to put you off doing the very things you need to do that are going to help. And if we can ignore it and just do the things we know they work and we know it will feel better when we've done them, that can serve us well. It really can. And then there's also positive affirmations that you can create to support your outlook. Those things can be all as well. I am safe. That's one of my favorites by Louise Hay. All is well. I am safe. I am peaceful. This too shall pass. And then also to remember that it's okay to repeat those and repeat those as, as much as you can until you kind of switch into a different gear, because you will. I wrote a couple down to share that I've really liked that I found this week. These are affirmations for challenging times. The first one is, I will stay focused on what helps me and take one day at a time. So anxiety can really try and throw us into the future. So I think, I think that's very helpful. Another is, I will do what I can to be physically and emotionally healthy. Mm. And another one is, I will focus on what I can control and release the rest. Mm, those are beautiful. And there was an, another one in this collection that said, these feelings won't last forever. And I think that's another thing with anxiety that where we often hear people say, am I going to be like this forever? Anxiety can really make us feel like that. So I think af affirming that we won't be really helps. 
I really like those affirmations, Ananga. I think we should put together a a loop that we can make uh, available to our listeners. I'll make that happen. If you want to receive more anxiety support, you're welcome to visit our Patreon, where you can get a deeper dive into some of the topics we cover, as well as over 200 downloads, including all of our guided relaxations. You can learn more at patreon.com slash anxietyslayer. Thanks for listening.